This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 in 1280 The Zone. Uh, went through media availability today for the Jazz who were down in Vegas. We heard from Joe Ingles, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, and Coach Quinn Snyder. So uh, good to get some Jazz mixed in there as Gordon, a week from yesterday will be preseason game number one. Yes. Ready to go. Uh, but in fact, let's talk some jazz. Let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain is having an end of season sale on their irrigation smart controller. Save 50% off each smart controller purchased. Offer available to all commercial property zone listeners. Visit smartrain.net to schedule a demo today. He is the television voice of the Utah Jazz, Craig Bowler Jack, with us here on the big show. What's up, Bowler? Hey, Jake Gordon. How are you? We're great, buddy. Uh, we were just saying, first preseason game uh, next Monday. And I, th- I think we're radio only for that one, but uh, TV right around the corner. Are you ready? You ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. You know, yesterday we had uh, nearly six hours of uh, nonstop conversation with uh, the players before they packed off and uh, packed up and went off to Vegas. How about that? It was like a <laughs> yeah, pretty good setup good. down there at the Wynn Hotel. But, yeah, you know what? I missed the fact of, you know, in 19 months, 18 months, whatever, I haven't seen anybody. And so it was kind of a reintroduction, and it was fun. Uh, The players, I thought each and every one of them, uh, vets and the new guys, uh, were really engaged on what they want to do, who they are. And it was just fun to see. First guy we saw was Joe. And so you can imagine that. Let's see, he took apart my clothing, attire. Uh, didn't take more than three seconds to say you got that damn blue tie on again. You know, stuff like that. I thought, I miss that. I miss, I miss Joe. But it was good to see everybody, and it was a really good combo, good conversations. What were your uh, overall takeaways, I guess, from yesterday's content day? Well, I think, again, you know, you can keep talking about, you know, this team and the goal uh, of winning a championship is still very much what it's all about. And I, I was I was really kind of interested in, to hear, without really being prodded, that they many of them use the Bucks as an example of their of their journey to a title, and maybe that's what you know. Again, the Jazz are thinking they have it, it is a journey. You have to go through turmoil, highs and lows to get there, um, and so. You know, I guess you can stand back and say, yeah, you know, if the Jazz do win, it would be uh, quite a similar similar journey, right, what the Bucks did. So we'll see. Uh, But I I still felt like that the Clarksons, the Donovans, the Rudys, the Joes, the Bogies, and many others are still very much in that focused mindset um, and together uh, and anxious to – Implement Hassan Whiteside, Jared Butler, uh, Pascal, and others, uh, and to see you know how this all works out. Um, 
I, I was I was pleasantly surprised with the positive attitude. There was no looking back, and I think that's a that's a healthy thing. I think they've had enough time to do that. I think they were also occupied, uh, of course, Joe and, and Rudy in the Olympics, um, and of course, Joe told everybody he felt like a huge weight had been lifted, knowing that he had actually won, you know, a bronze medal, the first Olympic medal for Australia, and Rudy won silver. The U.S. got gold. Donovan rested. He's 100%. So I almost sense like it was a good offseason, short as it may have been. Uh, I, I almost felt like, again, more refreshed is a good word, more refreshed than I expected when I saw them yesterday. Bowler, this is a broadcasting-related uh, question, but how about bringing Holly Rowe on board the broadcast? Oh. No big deal, man. She's a legend. Yeah, you know, I want to say personally thank you to KK and Maddie. Uh, you know, new ownership sometimes brings new adventure. And, you know, that's um, that's where I think we are. I'm excited to work with Thurl and give him an opportunity to be in a consistent, you know, mode throughout the season. And Holly, I'd say we go way back. Um, we work together. Um, of course, I was much younger than her. No, I'm kidding. Uh <laughs> She's probably saying thanks a lot, before, but at the blue and white, when I when Jim Nance went to CBS, I got handed the, the BYU call on football and basketball, and Holly and I did some games there in the mid-'90s, and then I freelanced for several years at ESPN, and along comes Holly Rowe, and I broke her in at ESPN on a college football game. Uh, and so it's almost come, for, uh, it's come full, full circle for her to come back. She's a pro's pro. Uh, she's uh, incredibly prepared, tells great stories, and um, knows this league, along with the WNBA and college football, is about as any as good as anyone. So um, I'm excited to work with her and have her part of our broadcast team as we jump ahead and, and, and move forward. Yeah, big time. Well, what are your expectations? Um, well... You know, I, I think the key word, and this isn't a crutch, but again, everyone keeps saying there's a lot of talent there, uh, but there's a lot of talent in the West, and there's a lot of talent in the East. But, you know, what we learned last year, you can't go back and say, okay, what if? But it's interesting to break it down if Donovan and Mike had both been at the top of their games, would it have made any difference? And, you know, the matchups. I think we go back, Gordon, to the Clipper matchup series and where the Jazz began to falter uh, and where you know Ty Lue, Tyron, Tyron Lue was able to uh, get the best of the Jazz with a smaller lineup, and that caused issues and, and put Rudy in a tough situation. I think the health is back, and I think they've made adjustments to put, not put themselves in that situation again. Let's just say they're more versatile. And I think Quinn has more options to go to with lineups when needed. And that's really important. And I think Rudy's going to have to understand that along with us on white side, you know, there may be moments in time that you got to go small and there may be moments in time you go big. So I, I think the versatility is, is important in this league. And I think the jazz addressed a couple of those issues, um, but still you get down to it. I think Justin Zanuck said it too, the, the new general manager for the Jazz. Um, you know, stay healthy and good things are going to happen. And I believe that. Can the Jazz win a title? Absolutely. Same conversation we had last year. But it's going to be tough. This is no easy road. And, you know, the Jazz have earned their stripes thus far um, in the last two seasons in postseason play. And they should know the route. 
right? They should know the journey and what it takes now more than ever. Carl and John learned that and Coach Sloan and Hornacek. But I think there's some really important pieces still in place, youth plus veterans, uh, and still that desire uh, to get this done as a team. Um, I don't want to overplay it, but I, we talk about it every year. Team's tight. And you know what? It's a rarity. And you might as well run it to the barn as long as you can. You know, how long does Joe play? You know, his name was in the trade rumors uh, throughout the summer. Uh, but he's back and he brings so much uh, confidence, uh, like another coach on the floor, Jake, as you know, and Gordo. Um, it's, it's all the pieces I think are there. But can you stay healthy? What happens in Phoenix? What happens with the Lakers, right? What happens with Kawhi? We're already, we haven't even started, but there's already storylines building, right? Can the Bucks repeat, get back to the Eastern Conference Finals? What about Kyrie? What about the vaccination issue that's popped up now? Uh, how does that impact games, right, on the East and West Coast? So all those things are going to play a factor, man. They, they are. There's, there's just no question. Uh, and it's going to be a fun run. Who do you think is going to be good in the West outside of the Jazz Bowler? I'm, I'm sure we've asked you this question throughout the offseason, but just to revisit it, uh, in the West, who do you think is going to be tough? Well, I think right off the top, I mean, every night, you know you're going to get, let's just start north in the Northwest. Look, uh, Damian may not be the happiest guy in the world, but we know his work ethic, and he's going to he's going to bust tail with C.J. McCollum. That's just the way it is. Um, his range and the way he competes, uh, especially his half court game. I can't believe I'm saying a half court game, but truly, I mean, he's a dynamic player, that, as we know. And this may be his last hurrah uh, before he, you know, forces something in Portland. You travel down the coast, and, you know, Golden State's still kind of an unknown. Clay Thompson's getting closer, but, you know, uh, age also becomes a, fa- a factor. Um, I still think Golden State's going to be a very good team, but not without Clay to be a top-level team at his, you know, at his total height of his, of his uh, talent. Um, I'm really intrigued with the Lakers. I mean, it's old, right? Who's healthy? Who's not? I don't know. I mean, there's a, that's a roster that you would put on like a dream team, you know, 10 years ago. Uh, but still, everyone's there for one reason, and that's just to win a, another championship with LeBron. But can they do it, Jake? Uh, I don't know if Westbrook's the right combo. Uh, is there someone that's going to disrupt chemistry? I would say most likely. Uh, I'm going to jump to Phoenix. I like the Suns. I like Aiton. I like what Booker showed us. Can Chris Paul stay healthy? And I was stunned in the postseason that we saw Chris Paul that actually was able to stay on the floor. As long as he does, uh, they're going to be difficult uh, uh, team every night, in and out. And then Dallas comes to mind with Luka, of course. But, you know, are there enough pieces around him? You know, one player can't do it all. And Przingis seems to be injured, you know, 30 games out of each and every season he's played. So that's just a quick rundown, you know. Memphis, yeah, I like what the Memphis Grizzlies are and what they've become. I think they're just going to be better as the next two years, um, you know, come and, come and go. But uh, John Morant's special, and they're going to start adding pieces too. So um, I think each and every night, like I said, it's there's nothing different. It's a buzzsaw in the West. Um, the East has gotten stronger, and it's um, I think every night you play. Uh, it's going to be a competitive game. I, there's not a lot of slouch slouch teams 
in the NBA uh, that you can just mark and say, oh, yeah, that's a W. Sacramento, you know, you keep thinking they're going to get it, but it just hasn't happened. And uh, you know, Hassan Whiteside yesterday said, you know, it was just kind of a – and even Quinn just said, you guys started on 1280. You know, Hassan's season last year was kind of a uh, kind of a blip on the screen just because of COVID and the lack of playing time that he had and a 72-game uh, season. So I think Hassan Whiteside for the Jazz also is going to be an interesting piece to this too. Um, uh, when Rudy's off the floor, what kind of impact does Whiteside has uh, have compared to what D. Uh, Faves gave gave the Jazz last year? Well, Bowler, thank you for coming on with us. As always, we're excited to see you guys on the broadcast uh, crew this year for sure. And thanks for working with us scheduling wise. I know we were no. we had to move. What it do you think I'm doing, bit. Jake? I'm just in here listening to you guys and listening to some uh, little jazz basketball uh, from from Vegas, you know. But hey. We'll be back at it. In fact, next week, I think I'll talk to you. If, if it works out, we'll talk to you from, from Dallas. We'll All be right. making our way from San Antonio after game one to Big D, and we'll get a look at Porzingis and uh, and Luca. Love it. Talking about games. It's going to be great. Right on. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Bowler. All right, guys. See you soon. The great Craig Bowler, Jack. And uh, he's going to be calling games with Thurl as they so we talked to him about it. They reshuffled the broadcast lineup a little bit. Uh, Thurl going to be uh, – Bowler's color analyst throughout the season, and Holly Rowe is joining the broadcast. And then, of course, Alema Harrington, our good friend from Football Fridays, and Michael Smith will be in the studio and on the radio broadcast. Tim Lacombe is going to be back with me for pre-half and post. And then, of course, Locke, but eh, more importantly, Bill. <laughs> so uh, knowing Bowler the way we do, he's chomping at the bit. Oh, yeah. He's ready to go. More next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.